another episode of the McYon Show. I am your host, McYon. And I'm your co-host, Roz. And as you can see, we do have our amazing guest sitting here at the table. We have Sean Hawkins. She is back in the studio yeah. for part two. Welcome, Welcome, Sean. Thank you for Thank having me back. Appreciate Thank you it. so much for coming. We are excited. We wanted to have Sean back again this week because a lot of things we touched on. Last week, our topic was overcoming teen dating violence. And we really wanted to deal with that because um, in this day and time, a lot of our teens are dealing with um, teen dating violence. And for um, all three of us up here, we are survivors of teen dating violence. But what Exactly. But what we wanted to touch on today is just to help you to understand that how long the the um, residue of those teen dating violence um, relationship of how long they can last throughout your adult life and so that's why it's so important to overcome those issues so they won't keep repeating themselves right mm -hmm. so that is exactly what we're going to talk about mm -hmm. today so again Sean we may have some new guests to the show this week and mm -hmm. also if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the subscribe. channel. That way you'll be able to keep up with all the shows that we have here on the Vox Wave Network. Mm -hmm. So Sean, definitely yeah. um, introduce yourself again What's and that? just tell a little bit about your story and whatever you would like to talk about and we're gonna feed, oh, oh. you know what, I'm so fast. I was like, okay, Girl, Chad, look, I see the way you look right here. I go, wait a minute, I missed the I piece. was like, I wanted to shout out to her. Thank you for what she did over the weekend, but. Rewind. Let's bring it back. It's the Let's rain. Bring it back. It's the Let's rain. bring it back. It's the rain. We are going to get into our girl chat, right? So we're going to talk about everything that we did over the weekend. So definitely, Raj, <laughs> take it away. We will make it, I will make it short and sweet. 
Um, Saturday, you guys know I'm the PTO president for uh, my daughter's school. So we had a breakfast with Santa shopping extravaganza. Mm. So you came out, you had breakfast with Santa, you got to eat some, oh my goodness, some eggs were so good, but you got to eat some, <laughs> you got to eat some food. Santa was there and had a train, like mm. a train that the kids can ride. Oh, wow. Like outside, so he, they outside riding a train with Santa. And then we had vendors there. We had over 20 vendors, so oh, people wow. can come and shop. That's a, I hate vending events because you just spend so much money. Yeah, that's true. And then they be like, oh, we got a deal today. And you like, so you're not going to have this deal tomorrow? You know they are, but they say no, so you got to buy stuff. The goal so, is to buy today. Exactly. So we had that. And then, so that was Saturday. Um, and then uh, Sunday was uh, Daughters with a Purpose. Our Daughters with a Purpose um, events. And we had it at Oak Crest where we fed. We had dinner. Um, and then we had a gift giveaway. So many children in there, so many families in there. It was, the devil was busy. All kind of obstacles was happening. The group that was before us was a church group before us. And you know you can't push church people out from praising the Lord. Like, you can't really. But they spent <laughs> over. on if they pay for that but time. They, no, they spent over that time. Oh, it was that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. It's so out funny. I was at the door like, <laughs> they were out of Hey. <laughs> exactly. You know, but. So it was a great time. Thank you, uh, Sean, for your donations um, to us. It was so good. We were able to get each child got at least three toys mm -hmm. on top of. They also got shoes, boots, clothes. Um, there was a Mary Kay vendor there. Uh, didn't know what was really going on when we got there, when she got there, but she ended up giving a gift to all the moms that mm. was in there. So she was like, hey, tell all the moms to come line up at my table. I'm like, okay. So they came and lined up and she gave every mom a gift. So Aww. it was a great time. So much food, so much energy. We had a DJ music. So it was just like a true blessing. But I do want to um, say one thing. We did have a, a father who reached out to us. He was at the event yesterday and he reached out to us today. Single father, mm. four children. His um, wife passed away, um, and his he got these kids got gifts and everything, but his request was for food mm. to get him through, um, just to have groceries wow. in their house. He said that um, he is working, but it's it's a hardship right mm -hmm. now. So he's trying to like play catch up, and so playing catch up sometimes some things get let go. So you got to pay the electric, you got to pay the water and things like that. So if there's anyone willing to donate grocery gift cards um, or anything like that, if you want to make a, a donation, you, you can cash app or PayPal. Um, it's for this uh, gentleman who just want food. That's all. He was so overwhelmed thanking us for the gifts. He said he had no idea how he was going to get his kids anything. They left wow. with coats. They left with all kind of stuff. But if you can spare some groceries, we would greatly uh, uh, appreciate that. So. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, it's always like that. Just like you said, you know, we never know who are the people that go home every day. And these are working people, guys. Mm -hmm. Come on yeah. now. These Say are that working again. people Say that, that again. go home and do not have enough to eat and, and food in their own refrigerator. I have been doing entrepreneurship or even this in this arena of um, providing resources and it's not the people who we think, guys. Mm -hmm. Everybody is not homeless under yep. a bridge Amen. and stuff like that mm -hmm. that need help. Mm -hmm. You know, it's your everyday person mm -hmm. that goes to work every day and just trying to, to make you know, make meet. the make yeah. the ends mm -hmm. meet. So definitely, guys, please, if you're watching, please, Roz, how do they get in contact uh, with you? How do they donate? What's the cash app and PayPal? You can you can reach out to me. You can email daughters with a per I'm sorry, DWP mentor at outlook.com. Um for more information, you can inbox us. You can um, cash out me because because our internet, because of the rain, the internet is kind of slow in here, so I can't get the valuable blessings. Um, PayPal, so you can just uh, dollar sign Roz R O Z Manly. Um, you can cash out and then just put in a note uh, for the father, and I'll make sure that um, it goes to where it needs to go to. Absolutely, let's help him, you guys. Yes, let's get him it's, it's a sad thing to be hungry and then to be hungry and have four little ones that are right. hungry all and the time. And I'm just so thankful for him as being a man and mm -hmm. willing to just speak up and say what he needs because right. a lot of men wouldn't even right. do that. Right. They do it. You know, they so won't. 
Shout out to him. And he was and dead. I hope, and I really hope that he gets everything that he needs wow. and more. Yes, amen to that. And more. And the guys, again, it's about helping the people that's in our community where we're actually get to see where our hard-earned dollars go. Mm -hmm. It's to help our own community and build up of our own children. And he asked for groceries. He ain't say give me gift cards. He said give me grocery gift cards. Wow. Like he could have just said I need some gift cards. He was like no, Giant Safeway whatever. He's a PG. He's in PG County, but he was like Giant Safeway whatever whatever grocery store. You know you could ask for anything. Wow. So, so definitely make that happen, guys. This is the season for giving. Mm -hmm. So just yes. um, some of us don't even have to dig deep to get that. Exactly. You know you'd be amazed at what fifty dollars can do, and some of us spend. 50 or better just in lunch, lunch. I about for to the say week. the same thing in, just for the in week. lunch so you know one for time the, pack your lunch day. take take your take your lunch this to work true. you know that's or not have that starbucks coffee or something that's like that eight dollars right being there. able to you know donate to someone else eight dollars we really right need there. to hear that because you know a lot of times we don't really realize how much we just overspend mm -hmm. this is true eight dollars for starbucks that's yeah what you pay today. so Guys, please help them out. Um, so, and that was all you did, right? Yeah, but that was, that was a lot. That was enough. A lot. That was the doing. I seen a lot, a lot of kids in <laughs> a lot of kids. So, what about you, Sean? Well, we celebrated my mom's 65th birthday. Oh, oh yeah, happy Saturday. birthday, mom! <laughs> I did excited. see that on yeah. Facebook. Where did y'all go again? We went to Sobeys. Oh, yeah, Sobeys. Mm -hmm. Sobeys is nice. Yeah, I've been it was. Well. The food is nice, yes. atmosphere. I know she had a good time. It was nice. She was really happy. That's good. That's awesome. Good. Awesome. Yeah, well, that's nice. always good to celebrate another year. Mm -hmm. So that's a good thing. Oh, she can say the church. I just thought yes. about that. Hey! <laughs> that's high. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> so so my weekend, it was really um, calm. I went to work on Saturday. Because, um, you know, I told you I'd be doing helping my girlfriend out, Rashika. She is a caterer. So we had a, um, uh, what are those people? The Masons. Oh. They had their Christmas party out at the, um, oh, I know that was the Knights of Columbus Ooh. out in Oxen Hill, for Washington area. So we was out there. So it was a nice, it was really, really nice. But I ended up, my back wasn't heavy. Oh, no. All oh, that. Oh, Then you catering on your back. I know, but I, I, just, I just love to serve people. Yeah. Like, I just love the whole yeah. service. Because, like, I'm, and I always think about, like, because of the things that I do, you know, I'm, I'm always like in the front a lot, mm -hmm. but it never bothers me to take a step back. Absolutely. Like when I go and help her and other people, like I'm not there for me. I'm there mm -hmm. with her, her company. I don't say nothing about me, what right. I'm doing. If somebody might happen to see the car I'm driving or something and say what I do, then yeah, of course. But I just love serving. Absolutely. I just I love the it. whole thing because it also reminds me of my grandmother because my grandmother was a caterer. So oh, I'm used okay. to doing that from a little girl yeah. of always helping and fixing plates and stuff like that. So it was amazing. So that was it. And yesterday it was very light. I had, you know, my back was acting a little funny and a little out of whack. And then I had a small family emergency, but everything mm. else is it's cool. Nothing out of the ordinary, you know, just life. Mm. And we here on Monday, so mm -hmm. we, we made it Yes, we're here. On ready a rainy to start Monday. Yeah. Another we week <laughs> off, and just thank God that we are still here. Yes, you know, we yes, got yes, our yes, health. Yes. You know, sometimes we have a little aches and pains, but it's all good. Yeah. So what we're going to do, we're going to take a break because we're going to have to get these daggone phones together because we need to go on Facebook <laughs> Live. So we're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to get right into this interview with Sean Hawkins. Thanks for watching. Y'all ready to move a little bit here? Hey. Been a long time ill. Hey, I watched the bug of it. We wanna start off in cruise control for you, baby. A nice and easy villa. Gonna do this for all the sexy Aquarians in here. Happy birthday to your baby, let the pocket watch here. Happy birthday to Miss Sabrina. Yes, right, baby. What you say, baby? I'm coming to you. And Mr. Danny got a birthday. Happy birthday to you, Danny. What you got for me, baby? A big paw. Happy B day to big paw. Watch the pocket watch here. 
And Lauren got a birthday. It's coming from the sexy Troy. Too smooth, Troy. That's right. That's right. Shout out to all the sexy Aquariuses in here. All right. Hey, Abella, Donna, watch the father do the work. Ah! He's up on him, Cherie. Sweet Cherie, baby. Yes, indeed. Hey. Drive, your chance to give back to the community by helping a child have a happy holiday. Stop by Voxwave Studios, 4711 Off Place, Suitland, Maryland, and donate all your unwrapped toys no later than December 20th. It's our second annual toy drive, sponsored by Urban Style Media, Voxwave.com, and Star Imports, the home of the boutique car buying experience. So enjoy your holidays and give back to the kids of the DMV. Give a toy to a child in need. It's the Voxway 2019 Second Annual Toy Drive. It's all for the kids. From December 1st through December 22nd, drop off a toy for the less fortunate at 4711 Off Place, Suitland, Maryland. And let's work together to make this holiday special. All right, guys, welcome back. Thanks again. If you're watching by YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. So we have Sean Hawkins here. She is back. She is back. definitely a, um, a survivor and an advocate for domestic violence. And so we definitely just would like to want to hear her story so we can talk about it and we can give some tools to be Amen. able to help people to overcome dating violence. Amen. Amen. So, Sean, let them know who you are. <laughs> well, I'm Sean Hawkins. I'm a real estate agent in Maryland. So I'm available for anybody. <laughs> Just a little plug. Yes. <laughs> a plug in there. <laughs> Ran or buy. But I am here today for uh, domestic violence advocacy. So I just wanted to share a little bit about my story. I did share a little bit last week. But everything started when I was a teen and we stayed together up to, I think we separated or divorced when I was 29. But we stayed together all those years. Even though it was a lot of back and forth, we pretty much stayed together. I had a son, maybe a couple years out of high school. And so at that time, I'm young, I'm immature and insecure, so I'm thinking I'm stuck. Um, I have this baby, and I'm thinking nobody else is going to want me, so I might as well stay with him. So we got married, and he was still jealous a jealous type person still a little controlling but not as much mm -hmm. but the things that changed after high school was the fact that he began to drink so when we were in high school of course he wasn't really drinking anything like that but like i said there was some signs of um, mental issues mm -hmm. mental health issues so that just pretty much 
pretty much escalated when he began to drink. So it just began to drink a lot. Maybe a year after we got married, we separated. Mm -hmm. And after we, sep I mean, the year we separated, I mean, we both just did our own thing. But I just had an urge, you know, just a longing to get my family back together. So we got back together. And little did I know, and getting back together probably wasn't the best thing because he actually became a little bit more, not a little bit more, but actually more abusive mm -hmm. in terms of mental, verbal, emotionally, financially, because he wasn't working. Mm -hmm. When we got back together, at the time my son was three years old, and he wasn't working. And here I'm not even realizing, going back into the marriage, that he had started drinking even more. Mm -hmm. So I don't really understand the magnitude of the um, the abuse that he's, you know, the um, the drinking habit. So he's just like not coming home and just cheating. I'm finding out he's cheating, just doing a lot of things. And so I'm in this marriage. And at the time when we got back together, actually, that's when I got saved. Mm. So I was 23. So that's when I first accepted the Lord Jesus Christ. So I'm just praying, I'm fasting, and I'm just like, Lord, please save my marriage. Please save my, my husband. So my focus was all on my marriage. Even though he's doing everything under the sun, but I'm just focusing, like, just trusting God. And that's great. Prayer is great. Mm -hmm. However, what I learned the hard way was that if you pray for someone, if you pray for something that's against someone else's will, mm -hmm. It really wouldn't manifest mm -hmm. because if he did not have a desire to stop drinking, which he really didn't because he told me he didn't. And so he didn't have a desire to stop drinking. So me praying was just pretty much in vain. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I still trusted God and God still increased my faith. Mm -hmm. But again, I had to learn the hard way. And so the marriage actually ended. It came, everything came to a head. In 2003, and he, again, he wasn't working. He didn't really keep a job, so I was pretty much taking care of him and my son. So I just got to the point I was just tired. Mm -hmm. I got tired of being sick and tired. So mm -hmm. I just said, you know what, I can't do this anymore. It's just too much. And so he said, okay. But keep in mind, when he said okay, it was like on a Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. And that's the only time he was sober was in the morning. Because mm -hmm. all day he would drink. Mm -hmm. And so he would be drunk all day and at night. So he said, okay. So my son and I, we went out swimming, I think, to the Sports and Learning Center. We came back. And he was lit, as in he was drunk as a skunk. And so I just knew it was about to be war. Mm -hmm. Because he had... I think he had a friend over, a cousin over, and he had the music blast, and he's cussing, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. So I knew it was about to get real ugly. So he actually took my keys, and he was like, you're not taking my son anywhere, because we came back home from swimming, and we were going to go back out to eat. And mm -hmm. he was like, no, you're not going anywhere. So he ended up passing out because he was drunk. So we snuck out the house. He passed out, and my son and I, we snuck out the house, and we went to go get something to eat. And I knew when this man woke up, it was about to be... World War Three, mm -hmm. so I didn't even take my son home. I took my son to my aunt's house, came back, and he woke up just like in the middle of the night, and that's when everything hit the fan. I mean, this man literally jumped on me. He tried to have sex with me, and keep in mind, just the morning before, I told him I didn't want to be with him anymore until he had to pack his stuff and, and leave. So he became angry and just began to start choking me. And he just grabbed my neck and he was just choking, choking, or strangling. I know you remember you used the word strangulation. That's mm -hmm. the correct term. And I'm laying on the bed and I'm just laying there thinking, oh my God, I'm about, this is how I'm about to die. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't breathe. And I'm just like, you know, I'm just panicking. And so somehow we broke stride. But even with him trying to um, keep me from breathing or strangling, strangling me, he also took the pillow. He was doing everything to keep me from breathing. Mm -hmm. And so at the time, my mom was living in my basement, but she was gone for the weekend. So I couldn't even yell for help or mm -hmm. anything. And um, some, we broke stride and fell off the bed. 
and I immediately jumped up and ran in the bathroom and he choked me so bad that I just went in there and started throwing up. Mm -hmm. And um, and I'm crying and he was like, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, I can't believe you just tried to kill me. He was like, no, I didn't try to kill you. And so to make a long story short, that night it ended up, he basically kept me hostage mm -hmm. in my house. He took my keys, he took, um, the phone at the time we had the cordless phone in the house mm -hmm. so he unplugged all the phones and took my car keys and i stayed awake all night this was a saturday night into sunday morning because i was too afraid to go to wow. sleep and so that next morning he got up and i think he took a smoke break out on the porch and so i ran down in the basement my mom was the only one who had a regular telephone that wasn't cordless mm -hmm. and i snuck and called 911. And so the police came and he was just this charming person. So he was able to like talk his way out. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, I'm thinking, here are two cops, PG cops. They're gonna take him because this is what I see on TV. Like mm -hmm. the cop shows, they're gonna take him. And that'll give me a way to get some help or go somewhere, you know, get the locks changed or something. I need them to take him away. Mm -hmm. Of course, lock him up, but I know how this works. Cause they're gonna say, you are married and you know, but they didn't lock him up. They didn't even take him. They didn't even make him leave the house. And so I'm like, oh my God, I thought I had it out. Mm -hmm. And keep in mind, I don't even know how I'm looking. I'm, I think I'm still in pajamas, um, but I did have a bruise on the side of my face. Um, I had a knot on my neck, but I don't know any of this because I'm just in, just in shams. And so, but the police, one is inside talking to me, the other one's outside on the porch talking to him. But at, again, they did not take him. So when they left, I'm like, oh my God, I don't know right. what he's gonna do to right. me. So I'm scared, I'm sitting in the living room and he runs up, what did he, he ran down in the basement, that's where our laundry room was. So he ran and I'm sitting there just sort of bracing myself for anything, I don't know what's about to happen. So he comes back up stairs from the laundry room with a thing of bleach and he runs upstairs and so I hear him in the closet I could just hear him tearing my clothes down because he's done this before where he's bleached my clothes mm -hmm. so he took the clothes down and I hear him I could care less about these right, clothes right, right so I took my opportunity when he was up there in the closet I jetted out that front door mm -hmm. pajamas on and all and went right next door banging on my next door neighbor's door. I'm like, listen, please let me in. And she had just moved it like a month ago. She didn't know who I was. And, um, but he knew not to run to somebody else's house because so, I heard him come running out Damn. of the house. And so she let me in and I was like, please, I say, my husband is acting crazy. Please let me get in so I can call the police. And she did, she let me call. And um, by this time, the police, same two cops came back. Mm -hmm. But by this time, by the time they came back, he had already left. Somebody picked him up somewhere because he didn't have a car. Again, he didn't have a job. He was just a bum, basically. So there was, so I get back in the house. The cops come to her, my neighbor's house and escort me back to my house. And in my house, he had found my purse and all of, all of my belongings are just, draped up and down the stairs because he's in there looking for money. And that was the other thing, he used to steal from me. Mm -hmm. So I, I was always conscious not to carry a lot of cash on me, maybe no more than $20 of that. But he's in my purse looking for cash once I ran out the house. So I had some spare keys in the closet and I hid some money in another purse back in my closet that he didn't know to go look for. So thank God that was it, so the police actually stayed and allowed me to change my clothes. And I didn't have my phone because he had taken my phone. So I had used my mom's phone and I remembered my grandmother's number, well, which was my aunt, my grandmother had passed, but I had that same, you know, that same mm -hmm. house number. Mm -hmm. Cause you know, numbers are in phones mm -hmm. and I didn't know anybody's yeah. number by no heart. Numbers yeah, by I heart. didn't know any number by heart. So thank God she answered and I went to her house and this is the same house where I dropped my son off at. So to make a long story short, we ended up going to the um, to Upper Marlboro to the courthouse and I was able to get a restraining order and also put in a warrant for his arrest. Mm -hmm. And so they ended up arresting him that evening at one of, um, I think he was at his aunt's house somewhere, but they were able to actually uh, obtain him from there and arrest him. 
and I was able to get a restraining order that week in court. And but you know he didn't stay locked up long, mm -hmm. no more than two or three days. Mm -hmm. But there were never any. The charges didn't stick. I think his parents had hired, <clears throat> excuse me, hired a lawyer, mm -hmm. and so that never stuck. So, but I kept a restraining order for about a year. Mm -hmm. When when they locked him up and he went through that whole process, did his whole mental illness did it come to a forefront? Mm -hmm. No, they never, never talked addressed. about it. No. Never addressed in there. How how did it, when a police when the same two officers came back the second time did they were, <coughs> did they were they were their demeanor different or anything because they just no. they just left your house. No. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. But that's how they it was back then. Really, there was that's no, how it was no, back yeah, in those yeah. days when how domestic violence was. Um, was. You know, it was looked at like okay, this is Baby a back. husband and wife dispute. They just mm -hmm. had a time. You just separate for a little time and then you come back together. And then all of those things is what really a lot of those things is what help us stay in mm -hmm. relationship. We didn't call the police. And look what we are today. Fast mm -hmm. forward till now. Mm -hmm. All those right habits after. from then are now projected in our society where people don't want to help. Right. The police are getting better because now they are seeing the seriousness mm -hmm. of this, you know, even with the um, protection orders. Mm -hmm. Well, we know that um, protection orders do not save you from a they violent don't. person. Mm -hmm. Protection don't. orders are only put in place as yeah. a deterrent mm -hmm. to say, okay, we see what you're doing. We want you to get the help that you need. You need to separate and see what you're going to do. But nine out of ten, that's not the case. A lot of, um, and I'm going to say men, but we all know that men yeah. are abused too. Yeah. And I don't know why I always have to say that, but we're going to say it for the ones who need to hear that. Mm -hmm. But... It seems like when, when women go and get a protection order from a man that has been physically abusing them after they have decided to say, I want to leave this relationship alone, they end up dead during that time mm -hmm. because of the men, of their emotions and their anger they can't control. And they just feel so angry at this woman for wanting mm. to live live yeah. and be safe mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and mm -hmm. then it's so crazy because the first thing i hear a lot of guys that say about those <coughs> protection Excuse orders me. is about their job now you so worried about a protection order in your job but then yet you go kill somebody right so it, 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 it just, just don't make yeah. sense it, it just don't make sense and that's why today we have to be the type of role models to let young girls today mm -hmm. know that just because you may have watched an abusive relationship growing up, that that does not have to be your circumstances, no. whether you have watched a woman stay, whether you have watched a woman leave. Mm -hmm. It's all individually of how you're going Amen. to get out because it's not the same. You know what I'm saying? That's Somebody true. you may know could stay in there and... To your point of view, they could have been treated like a, a dog, let's mm -hmm. say that. Mm -hmm. But they made it out. Mm -hmm. That may not be the type of person you're dealing with. Right. Mm -hmm. Yours may true. not look like that. Because I can even say that for me. <clears> you know, <throat> my ex-husband and a, and a few other guys that I have dated before him, you know, they were all different men, but they yeah. all exhibit that same type of aggressive, mm -hmm. controlling mm -hmm. behavior. Each one was different. I made it out. But look at my daughter. That was her first um, domestic violence situation, and she never made it out. And with my niece, first, and never made it out. Wow. So we can't sit and think that it's not going to happen to us. So in this day and time, because of what we see so much, how can we help someone, a teen right now, be able to overcome mm -hmm the things that she need because it's something that she needs from that relationship mm -hmm. too because a lot of times that's why we stay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's true. Now I think back when I was a teen and all of that started for me, like I said, my parents weren't necessarily present. So just needing that love, I think for some reason when one or both parents are missing, mm -hmm. even as adults, we actually tend to gravitate towards someone that's showing us love or what looks like love and so to get that attention we gravitate towards that and we thinking oh soon as they mess up or exhibit some type of uh, aggressive behavior we tend to 
forgive them, overlook it, because it's like, well, he loves me, he apologized, he gave me this, so he gave me that. But the root of that issue is, even if the parent is there or not, is really knowing the self-worth. So if you don't know your self-worth, you want to just accept any kind of treatment, especially when words are used without being backed up by action. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, okay, well, he did buy me, you know, maybe some flowers or he paid for a purse or did something, but, you know, talking all sweet. But at the end of the day, if we don't know those signs of manipulation, and those are the things in terms of red flags, manipulation and being controlling, um, just trying to keep someone from their family or their friends and just try to isolate them. So if they see some type of red flag, some type of any inkling of <clears throat> aggressiveness, but that's just it. We have to teach those red flags mm -hmm. so they spot, you know, they can actually spot those things. Mm -hmm. But again, the root is how do they feel about themselves and do they even know their worth? And so that's why whenever I do speak with teens, I always, even adults, whenever I do have a speaking engagement, I pretty much make sure that the women or the teenagers, we actually repeat, you know, the positive affirmations and give, and I'll, you know, pass out sheets or whatever so they can have those for twos to actually put on a mirror, whatever the case may be, and just speak those things like, I am beautiful, I'm smart, I deserve to be, you know, respected. Mm -hmm. So things like that, I really believe will help build self-esteem. And it does, and I really believe that part two of that is because we have been teaching women and girls so long mm -hmm. to know their worth mm -hmm. that it's now to time to teach the boys and the men. Mm -hmm. Because I believe that if we teach more men and Amen. boys their worth, then they Amen. will be more stronger to stop a relationship and say, this is not what I want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't want to lose my life. Um, to this behavior. I don't want to kill you. I don't want to go to jail. Mm -hmm. I, I have a life too. You Absolutely. know, to get them to start seeing the value in their life mm -hmm. and that they mean something. And so that's why I think that now it's important for us to definitely to have these conversations mm -hmm. with men and men and boys need to hear boys, it. And yeah. we know because we have um, examples mm -hmm. of that when we bring the young men into the classroom setting mm -hmm. and talk about it they want it they don't know mm -hmm. they right. don't want to repeat the behaviors right. of their fathers mm -hmm. and grandfathers mm -hmm. they want something right. different they want love they want relationships but we got to get on their level to understand what has what has um, distorted mm -hmm. their whole picture of a woman because the respect is not there mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, so we have to go back to them and start teaching them, you know, to love women. And I would never forget, I remember when, of course, when Tupac made the um, song, when he told us about the generation of boys mm -hmm. that we were raising wow. and that if we didn't get a hold of that, right. that we would have a generation of male babies hating the ladies. Wow. And look That's where we I at know. now. That's true. That is true. He said it. He said it. He said it. And that's what we are now. Wow. So we have to go back. We have to go back to our boys. We have to love on our boys as, as women that's raising boys. We have to allow them to be um, vulnerable and mm -hmm. emotional mm -hmm. and can cry and talk about that's that it. emotion yes. instead of bottling yes. up inside because then, that yeah. ends up turning into rage and mm -hmm. anger mm -hmm. and eventually it comes out. Mm -hmm. And then we wonder why we can't control them at 13 and 14 and then they go to the streets. Mm -hmm. And it's two points as you said in that one when you said about um, what they see. I know one thing for me that always stuck in my mind is when I had to go to counseling. That counselor said to me, if I didn't get out of that relationship, then my boys, because I had all boys, will grow up to be the same way because this is what I showed them that right. it was okay. Exactly. Like this is what they saw. Daddy hits mommy, mm -hmm. mommy cries, daddy buy mommy something, yep. mommy's happy, yep. and we're one big happy family. Yep. And it kept sticking with me, and everyone's like, how did you finally get to leave? And I'm like, listen, ain't nothing happened that day. Nothing happened. I woke up that morning, and decided. I kept hearing mm. that, and I was like, I will be damned mm -hmm. if I raise my boys to do this to somebody mm -hmm. else. Like, I couldn't do that. And that day, he went to work, wow. and I all right, see you when you get home. And as fast as I packed a bag, mm -hmm. I packed a bag and took me and my two boys and I was gone. And I stayed somewhere different. 
Mm-hmm. I no, just he kept saying. Right. So he yeah. went and find it. Because I was so confused. I'm young anyway. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what in the world? But in my mind, I was like, I can't do this. Like, I can't let my kids grow up to be like this. And even in my relationship now, because there is life after, as you guys can Absolutely. see us all sitting they don't see that. Mm-hmm. They see what love is. Mm-hmm. You know what is because the definition of our young people that we see now, their definition of loyalty, mm-hmm. their definition of control, what we think is controlling, yeah. they think it's cute. Mm-hmm. You know, it has changed. Like Absolutely. that whole dynamic has changed. And I'm always, and you guys know I'm in the school since I'm in the school, like, oh my God, there is so much work that we need to do. With it's these boys work. and these girls. It's a lot of yeah. work. Because yes. we used to have the classes when it was just girls. Mm-hmm. Now how classes are filled with just as many boys wow. as we have girls in it. Mm-hmm. And they're saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. This is what I see. This is what mm-hmm. I was told. But this is what happened. They're saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. Wow. And for so long because domestic violence, is it, it, it was viewed as a woman issue mm-hmm. that a man didn't have, he didn't feel as though he had a voice because everything that happened, it was always somewhere it's him, it's him, and he was so worried about going to jail. And then we had got so many um, women who have abused the system and lie on men right. to say these things and happen. That happens, and, that happens. and so they, they haven't felt as though they've had a voice when it comes to domestic violence, and it brought so much anger and rage. But now the day is different. It is. It's a whole it's totally a different time, day. We support day. the victim, whoever that may be, right. male, female, child, Billy Goat. Yep. We don't care. <laughs> Not that Billy Goat. <laughs> we don't care. Goat. It's about the victim. It it's about the victim, and we have to support <clears throat> the victim, and we have to be able to have more men stepping up Mm -hmm. to be able to be a role model because guys we see the news we know that in every household they not getting it so we have to be able to give back. We live back. those houses. Yes, right? no, exactly. We, see, we live those and, and, and that's the thing what I always say. I'd be like, you know, as, as we grow up, we are like mandated from God to always reach back and help people. Amen. And so we got to remember that when we were that young child, what did we need? Mm-hmm. It ain't changed. What did I want? It, it haven't changed. Me, yeah. And it's like, it's not like we got to um, recreate the wheel. Nope. Nope. We, we no, don't have to do the that. The was created for us already. We absolutely. just need to follow it. We stirred away from it so many times. Mm-hmm. The other thing you talked about is letting these boys have emotions. Oh, my goodness. It bothers. I have three sons. It bothers me when something happens and stop crying like a little girl. Yes. Don't you share mm-hmm. no tears. Yes. I remember my son lost his first game because they always won game. This was the first time he lost a championship. My middle son, Big mm-hmm. Meech. And he was crying like in Everybody, oh, don't you be crying, you're a boy. And I went off on a phone. Wow. I'm like, first of all, listen, don't tell my son he can't cry. Right. He can't cry because he's hurting. Right. And so when he, he hurts, I want him to cry. Mm-hmm. When he's happy, I want him to laugh. Mm-hmm. When he hurts, I want him to cry. It bothers me because what you're doing is teaching boys to hold all mm. of that anger, yes. all of that all of that frustration, all of that inside. So when they do explode, mm-hmm. and they will, mm-hmm. because all of us will explode at a time when we just keep getting poked and pushed mm-hmm. and pushed. It's going to be into negative. It's going to be they end up in jail. They yeah. end up dead, yeah. hurting somebody or their self. And then they we want to label self. them because we can't give them free range of expressing themselves. Then we want to um, we want to label them as ADHD and all these other things and want to put them on Ritalin and all these things to control them for just being boys of who they are. They got all that day going um Mm, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> let, why she's taking her so let What's them baby the, they, cry? They're hormone. They're hormone. Oh, I can't think of the name. <laughs> Testosterone. Uh, they have so much of that that it has to get out. It right. has to get out. They have to use, they have to burn that up. And when they're not allowed to be able to express who they are, oh my God, that's the worst thing. That's why so many men when they get into relationships, you know, it begins, it, it becomes a relationship, not out of love, but they look at it like a a, a relationship of obligation. Mm-hmm. Like I am just here. They don't even feel a need or anything. So we have to be able to change that so more men 
and boys can be, feel more comfortable and to understand that when a relationship that when it goes bad it does not mean that we are bad people right. it just means that we're not good for each right. other yeah you know what i'm saying and i think once we understand that and then to always know that we can always get help and do better mm -hmm. you may not know what's down the road for you in that relationship mm -hmm. because there's reconciliation mm -hmm. in relationships mm -hmm. but we have to be able to heal first if right. you don't heal then nobody never want to get back with Amen. you right. but if Amen. you work on yourself and you grow and you and when you have debates and arguments if you and i always say this is that when you fight it's a way that you fight. Mm -hmm. You don't fight below the belt. Mm -hmm. You don't do That's and say true. things to people that they can never forgive right. you for. Right. And then you want them back. You know what I'm saying? So you got to know how to deal with that. Know how to understand what a relationship is. What it's going to take of you. And stop worrying about the next person. Mm -hmm. Or even the person you're in a relationship with. You got to work on you constantly. Mm -hmm. Constantly. Daily. And, and remember the same thing that it took to get your mate. You got to continue that. Right. You have to continue that because your mate is not the same person. No. Like you've been married for how many years now? Eight. Eight years. You are not the same Ross eight years ago. Mm -mm. And if her husband was crazy enough to believe that this is the same Ross from eight <laughs> years ago, she will outgrow him and mm -hmm. eventually she will want mm -hmm. to get away. Yeah. And vice versa. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's a daily thing that you have to get to know somebody. Things mm -hmm. change. A lot has changed in eight. A yeah, lot changed in, in a year. 60 days. Yeah. What? <laughs> things happen, life happen, and I'm and I'm not. And I know I'm not. And I'm I, I think I mean it's funny you said that me and my husband had this conversation the other day. I'm like, um, do you like, do you still love me? Like mm -hmm. with all of this, with you know, cause you guys know my mom passed away. So I'm definitely not who I was. Mm -hmm. I'm not the person he fell in love with eight years ago. Mm -hmm. So I'm always like making sure that we are on the same right. path and to. the same thing. Yeah. Cause I'm not. Mm -hmm. So, you know, who you fell in love with then is not who right. I am today and Absolutely. not who I will be next year. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. That is definitely a true statement. But you take the time out, yep. you learn each other, you still That's why it's so yeah. important to still date one That's another. It. Amen. What are your life? What are you doing? You were in our room the other day or something. <laughs> <laughs> I my good for I show I'm just told. telling you because I'm in preparation for myself because I know he's on his I'm way. Like, we need to have a date. <laughs> I told him we need to have a date and you need to ask me out on a date as if I was your girlfriend. Yeah. Because when I'm your wife, you just like, come on, baby, let's go out. No. I want you to ask me out <laughs> on a date like you was courting me like I was your girlfriend. Yes. I was you in my room? Like you probably. got a bug in there? Girl, <laughs> probably. I just said this to him. Like, no. Because I, I, I realized that, that it's important. And when you study relationships yeah. and what I have been doing, because I'm trying to teach our youth this, mm -hmm. is that you have to study relationships and mm -hmm. study people and just understand. And then when I... And to be on the other side of it now, it's really not that far-fetched, and it's not that hard. When you really say you love someone, mm -hmm. I, I believe that anything that um, you do that offends them, mm -hmm. that you will change. Mm -hmm. I, just, I, I just believe that. True. I can't see you That's really loving right somebody, right. and you know you're doing exactly. something to hurt them, yeah. and for if you to you continue that. No, then, yeah. then that's not love. That's exactly, and we got to stop calling that because a lot of us have mm -hmm. been caught up with calling relationships that we have been in love and we get mad at love, but it's not love. Mm -hmm. Love didn't do nothing. No. Because it's God says, God gives an example yes, of what love did. is and all day. those toxic Envy. relationships yep. we've yep. been through, mm -hmm. ain't none of that in there. Nope. So if, if if you gotta compare it to that to understand what love is, a lot of us never have been in love. Yeah, amen. And that's why we think we can't love again because mm. we've been hurt by love. But no, we have never been hurt by no. love. And I and I said all the time, I was like, you know what? All this time when I thought I was in love, first of all, I didn't even love myself. Mm -hmm. So how in the world was I loving Isn't anybody? Else? Mm -hmm. I didn't even know how to love me. That's not alone how to love right. you, you right. or anybody else. And when I realized that, that's on my whole mind. Mm -hmm. When I began to love me who that's I it. was, that's when that's I learned what love is that's and it. how to love that's someone it. else. You know, because I, I want to be loved and how you want to be loved. Mm -hmm. Two, two different it. love and languages. We, and that's, that's how I was going to say, we know about the, the love, love language. language. That's another yes. thing. When we get into relationships, a lot of us, we just wake up one day, we 13, we think we got a boyfriend, <laughs> and we think we know what we're doing. But no, 
we really have to understand mm -hmm. what is mm -hmm. relationships. What does this person that I think I love, what do they need from me? Right. How can I show them love? A lot of people don't even know that there's five love languages. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you got to find out what category do your mate fall in. Mm -hmm. Because if you trying to love somebody how you loved everybody else, it's nice. never going to mm -hmm. work. And when we had each other put them in order, he sent it to me and was like, put his in order, what I thought his was, mm. and, and then, you know, vice versa, and we send them back to each other. And it was funny, because we both got them right, but it was so different. You you know my husband, you know he's very affectionate and touching, and I'm like, you know, like, oh my goodness, <laughs> I don't want to hold hands. But I know it's important to him. Right. Mm -hmm. So you, I won't be like, let me hold you, you'll see me just like walk up to him when we walk in and kind of like, you know, grab mm -hmm. his hand and mm -hmm. start walking because I know you that know that's, that's important to him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It is not important to me mm -hmm. at all, but that's my husband. Yeah. And, and you can't take it lightly good. because yeah. it's not important to you, right. and you should never throw that in their face. Right. Like, Absolutely. we really have to learn how to handle conflict resolution. That's another thing that has that's been scary. triggering mm -hmm. so much violence mm -hmm. in our communities is because we don't, we don't know agree. how to resolve yeah, conflict. And we think that everything that we discuss is an argument. It's not an argument. Nope. A lot of times, most of the time, people should be trying to get clarity. That's mm -hmm. it. Because misunderstanding is 90%. Relationships, friendships. 90% of misunderstandings. Well, mis I didn't even mean it like that. Mm -hmm. You took it that way. That was your perception, mm -hmm. and I'm sorry. Right. But had you talked to me, we could have communication. communicated and this could have been. Communication is key. But misunderstanding. It's, and that's why huge. this social media with the with the texting mm -hmm. and the stuff like that, it get misconstrued. That's you wrote true. it one way, I read it another it, way. Right. Now we, we mad. I don't know why that's you mad. You don't know why I'm right. mad, but ain't need one of us right. talking about why we mad because we mad. Right. right. And because people don't realize that you respond from your own experience. That's true. So that's why it gets misinterpreted when it when we're writing. Because I can only respond to your words from my experience. Mm. So if I'm used to someone saying something to me in a negative way or being slick or something like that, that's mm, how I'm going to view see. your words. Mm -hmm. And you will get so good, you will hear it. Mm. You will hear it. You will read it and you will hear their voice in your ear. But... Y'all, that, that is that that is um, an devil. illusion. The devil. It, it is. It's an the illusion. <laughs> it is. It's an illusion. So it's best to pick the phone exactly. up and talk. Especially, oh, I prefer to talk. And that's that. how I. And when it's a yeah. big thing that we need to discuss, especially when it's amongst a friend, like absolutely. If it ain't a friend, if it ain't a friend, it really I don't mind. No, <laughs> you said a whole bunch. Of, I'll be like, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> and don't even care. I might right. not respond. But if it's a friend and I see that that is like going left, I'm like. Yes, yeah, so I'm calling you because, yeah. like, even we can talk. And I don't like to do the on phone thing. Sometimes I like to be in person, but if it doesn't happen, right? I'm like, let's let's either have a way conversation. to hear the voice. Yep, let's yeah, have a conversation. And it usually be like, well, this you I didn't mean it the way you took it, mm -hmm. and I'm like, because this is how I took it, mm -hmm. and we have a conversation. And I still apologize because I, I offended you, regardless if it was my That's intention or not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The perception was I disrespected you, mm -hmm. and I never wanted to Absolutely. do that. And it goes back and forth. We can clear up a whole lot of stuff. But That's how it's supposed to be. We can end That's it. how I see people People would take that and be like, that's too much. Mm -hmm. See, and I don't want to be around people be that friends. that's too much. Like, exactly. It's too much for us to rectify and exactly. understand where we coming from. That's too much. How yeah. I come was too much for yeah. you. Yeah. I can't, yeah. We don't can't need do to that. Be exactly. But that's how much. it is in relationships. You got people in marriages like that. Mm -hmm. When when when, when somebody when yeah. somebody want to talk about something, oh I ain't talking about mm -hmm. that no more and this is it and that's mm -hmm. that oh you that was last week or that was yesterday it doesn't matter if, if you have a mate or someone that comes to you and something is hurting them automatically it ain't nothing more important Absolutely. that you got going on than mm -hmm. your family mm -hmm. I don't care your family has to be your first mm -hmm. ministry married it. to be second it has to be yeah <laughs> yes, so you got to stop what you're doing <laughs> wife comes to her you got to stop what you're doing and find out what's yes, going on right. Yes. It's your job to do that. Yeah. You should want to do that. And if you're with somebody and you ain't willing to do that, please let them go. Let them go. Because you are in the way for um, who God really has for them. been in my room, like, having my conversation. Because <laughs> I just... And talking, when, you, just, when you when you talk to God and you you, you talk to God, He will give you things that people it. around you gonna need to hear. Yep. So a yeah, lot of times when you hear stuff, you. that's how you it is. It'll be you. It'll be you, and God will send something else that's to confirm. Yeah, yeah. In church, I'd be it. like, who talk to the pastor about exactly? Because <laughs> He's gonna he confirm it. But it was the same thing with a friendship. I ended a friendship um, last week. 
I was wow. like, let's let's meet up, right? Met up, had a had a conversation. Let that one person say whatever. And this was a, I mean, since we were like twelve, okay. Mm. This was friendship, and I let everything say to be said. And then I had three points, and I let my points, and I said, here here's what this lies at. I came to you because I needed closure. Wow. The chapters we had, some were good, some was mm -hmm. bad, but it stops here. Mm -hmm. Because mentally, for both of us, this relationship is not good wow. anymore. I don't love you no less. Mm -hmm. I don't have that's no sad. ill wills mm -hmm. about you. I ain't about to put none of our business out there in the go. street. We just can't But go that forward. season is over. And with. that's it. And, and, I, and it's that's okay. It. And I, Absolutely. And then I paid for the meal that we had. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I left. And I was fine. Free. Ain't crying. Never Peace. tear over. I, I had that free. And I eat peace. And then, because we had we, we had a mutual friend who was there at the thing, too, because oh, we were wow. always friends. And a mutual friend, we Like a mediator. Said, she was, yeah, I needed that, because, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. my emotional. And when I told her when we left, she was like, are you okay? I was like, I'm free. That's mm -hmm. it. You know, I've been trying to let go of this gracefully and mm -hmm. bow gracefully. Mm -hmm. And every time... You know, she was still caught up on who I used to be, wow. and I'm somebody and different. So you don't know me yes. anymore. Mm -hmm. Thank and you. And I don't know you I, no more. So you. the new you, yes. I don't know. And the old you, I didn't like. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> we over. Right. It's okay. The new yes, you, I don't know. I and just, the old you, I don't like. Yes, okay. I was 12. I'm 39. Right. We all grew, and it's fine. It's and I, okay. And I think she needed to hear that. Honestly, I think she needed to hear, like, it's okay to let me go. You don't got to hold on to me because we mm -hmm. were 12. Because mm -hmm. I let you go. Mm -hmm. And it was. And that happened to me. I had to let go of a friend, a long friend like that. Because when I really sat down and looked at it and all the years Toxic. that we had, we I really mean, didn't have a good relationship. Well, we were just friends because I knew her because from of third grade. Yeah. yeah. And then the you'll years. find that you don't have the same things in common yeah. anymore. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, like okay. Oh my god, that oh no, we got to end this. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. so before we go, y'all, before we go, I want um oh, each of you to um tell our audience that how what is something that they can implement immediately to be able to help them to overcome teen dating violence because a lot of people are still started their mm -hmm. abuse started in teens and they still have an abusive relationships to this day mm -hmm. every relationship they get in so how can they overcome what 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 tool can we give them to overcome this well first thing to come to mind is to pray and ask the holy spirit and not to get so spiritual but no it's always faith. spiritual that's, okay because mm -hmm. it's just, always spiritual okay. So my thing is to pray, ask the Holy Spirit to give you discernment, to give you the strength and the knowledge on how to leave. Mm -hmm. And even if you don't love yourself at the time, ask God to show you mm -hmm. what is love. And mm -hmm. that's the conclusion I had to come to. And I had got the revelation. Um, I know Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 11 is the love chapter or mm -hmm. 1 Corinthians 7. But... I had to learn what love was mm -hmm. before I began to love mm -hmm. myself. So the key is prayer and finding out the true meaning of love so you can love yourself enough to remove yourself from a toxic situation. And I and I piggyback on that and I definitely agree with that. And for me it's 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 a constant daily thing. I need to look in the mirror even when I'm because you still have those triggers and you have those things, I look in the mirror constantly and I remind myself of what I was delivered from mm -hmm. and I remind myself that I don't want to go back there. Mm. I don't want to be bondage. I don't want the hold of what my past was to keep on dictating what I do in my in my future and my marriage and things like that. And I just give it all to that mirror. And sometimes I'm crying in that mirror. Sometimes I'm just looking in that mirror. But I'm just reminded of that I work damn hard to be the person that I am to love me and I'm just not going to allow anybody, anybody, anything to take that away from me because me and God fought a hard battle for mm. me to begin to love who I am. Amen. 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 So guys, that is it. I am a firm believer that love changes yes. everything. And like we have echoed here tonight, until we can love ourselves, that it will we can never love anybody else. Absolutely. And also as parents, because we have children growing up Amen. and eventually they will get into a relationship, it is so important for you to teach them their and teach them and understand their self worth and who Amen. they are and that you must start having these conversations with Man. them 
very early. early. Yeah. Not at 13. By 13, that's too, too late. late. They too need to late. know yeah. what healthy relationships are. I'll say at six years old, start talking about that. Start talking about healthy, unhealthy, and abusive because it's all three types. That right. way, that and also teaching them more about who they are, their self-esteem, mm -hmm. and love. And if you do not yourself as an adult know what love is, like we said here tonight, you can definitely go to the Bible, and it is 1 Corinthians 13, 4 and 5, oh, where it tells you about love, and love is patience. And God had gave me this a few years ago, and he said to tell the people that if you want to know if your mate is love, everywhere where it says <clears throat> love in that verse, change it out with your mate's name. Mm. And if you cannot say Mike is patient, Mike is kind, mm. then Mike is not love. Wow. And you must reevaluate that relationship. Amen. Okay, Amen. guys? So we definitely want to thank you for watching. Continue to um, watch us each and every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We will be back next week with another amazing guest. So until then, please subscribe to the channel subscribe. and share. And don't forget, there is life after domestic violence. Yes. Look after at domestic us. Violence. Yes. So you, you can guys, thrive. You guys yes. have a good, good night. We love and appreciate you all. Thank you, guys. Good night.